Hello and welcome to a new episode of Branschkollpodden. Today our guest is Kasper Larsson from Kolles Pure Print in Denmark. They are one of very few printers in the world with a cradle to cradle certification. Kasper will tell the story about how the strategy to become the most sustainable printer in the world saved the company. Today we speak English so that many more printers can tune in and learn more about sustainability in print. Let's begin and uh, maybe you could start presenting yourself and, and your company shortly and uh, uh, we go from there. Hi, Ola. Thanks. Uh, thanks for, for letting, inviting me to this podcast. Uh, I'm happy to join and, 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 and give you a little update on, on the sustainability at KLS Pure Print. Uh, in many ways, KLS is a traditional print company, uh, offset print, digital print. And as you said, we, back in 2007, made the strategy or the vision to be the come the most sustainable print company in the world. You know, we are very humble. Uh, but that was actually just to set a target or a vision that we knew that we would never be able to measure. But we want to to strive for something, you know, really hard to get in order for us to change our strategy and, and, and do something completely new. We're still about 45 uh, employees doing more and more packaging, actually, um, and, and also... Um, more and more for the medical sector in print, but also uh, commercial print, traditional brochures, magazines still. And yeah, me, yeah, I'm. my name is Casper. Uh, I've been in the company for a little more than 20 years and uh, I'm an auditor as for background. Um, and, and I've been in charge for the sustainable strategy at KLS, uh, both on a strategic level and also in, in a very operational level. So, so you know, I've also switched the, everything down from the yeah, electricity bulbs uh, in, this, in, the, in, the, in the ceiling uh, to the strategy. So, Alt i allo, as we say in Swedish. Uh, yeah. You do everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I try to, you know get a hands-on experience as well as also looking into the strategy but of course we are a team and 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 my role has been to 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 focus on the sustainability part of it uh we are a strong team um at KLS. yeah so you say you are 45 people today how many were you in back in 2007 the same size or smaller or bigger i think i think we were a little less about 40 uh when i began 20 years ago we were around 74 i think Actually, we actually do more jobs. We print um, more sheets of paper or cardboard, but a lot less people. So we are we're very efficient. But I think again, everybody in the graphic industry in the Nordic area are very efficient today compared to where they were for twenty years ago. I listened uh, listened on another interview with you, and you said humble enough that it was about saving saving the world when you did this uh, but you admitted that it was about saving KLS absolutely this was all about saving KLS because we were at a very tough spot back in 2007 uh, later on we have had some more figures on, on, on actually the development in Denmark and, and back in 2007 we were around 2000 offset printers and today we are about 50 left so back then we could line up 40 printers with offset machines and, and there would be one left today. And um, 
I don't think it was supposed to be us if we have looked at, at the other 39 <laughs> competitors at that time because we were at a very tough spot. Uh, no clear strategy at all. Okay, so before uh, diving into the details here with biodegradable pr- printed products and uh, cradle to cradle and other things, I get the feeling that you're now out looking for partners around uh, the Nordics and you have a cooperation with printers in Austria and Switzerland, I think it is. Has it now becoming a, a mission to, to save the saving print? What, what's your view on this? <laughs> we'll save the world one print at the time. No, <laughs> no, this is, we're still a print company. You know, we produce print and, you know, print doesn't save the world and print doesn't kill you. But this is our product and we're proud of it and we want to bo- do it the most sustainable way. We have had a lot of, of insights. We have had a lot of knowledge built up about sustainable print during the years. And uh, actually what we found out back in 2015 when we became the second printer in the world to, to reach a cradle-to-cradle certification. And, and that knowledge was actually that it is a lot of work and it's a lot of knowledge and it's really tough to be on your own. So actually we called uh, Googler. Ernst Googler uh, from Austria and said, uh, could we join forces in this development because it's a lot of work and, and, and you are further ahead uh, than us in this certification. Could, we, could you share some, some knowledge with us and, and we're willing to pay a little bit for it as well. Uh, we did that and, and, and we made a community uh, the year after in 16, uh, Fögele in Switzerland joined. And what we found out is actually that, that from looking at them as competitors we've switched quickly around and and looked at them as our closest uh, partners and uh, we develop materials together we share cost we actually also share marketing uh, ideas new products and there are very few weeks where i, I i'm not in dialogue with with either fergily or google because we email or, or talk in a regular basis uh, today Yeah, today they are our absolute most important partners. So the goal is to create a print that doesn't contain anything that is uh, dangerous for for p- people or or the environment, and uh, it's in your world become print that is biodegradable. Uh, c- can you explore more more on that? Is is that the right way to see it or? I, I think that has been a little bit the I don't know if it's right English uh, the synonym with cradle to cradle, but but it's actually a lot more than that. Uh, cradle to cradle is both a technical cycle and a biodegradable cycle. Communication-wise, something has stuck during the years. Uh, for instance, um, I'm sitting here in our uh, meeting room, and 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 actually behind me here we have the poster that actually was the first pure print job we did at KLS, the 4th of May 2015. And, and this is for Carlsberg, as you can see. And the PR manager from uh, Carlsberg, actually on the back of this poster is, is, is written, you can eat the poster, but you could also just you know, uh, hang it up and, and, and look at it. And that was really funny. And actually, I think since 2015, we have had to say, no, 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 you should not eat print. <laughs> print is, you know, for, for informations or print is, is of, if it's packaging, it's for food, but you should, of course, never eat print. So I think kind of some, some things 
sticks a little bit in the communication. So, so we are a lot more than biodegradable print. For us, it's important that we know what is inside. Without any comparison, I think uh, maybe ecological farming. They they can say that that there has been no use of toxic in the soil, um, but of course, they are not allowed to say that that conventional farming is toxic, because they don't know. But but they know for sure that in their production there are no harmful chemicals or toxic, and I think it's it's a little bit the same, because. I think in, in Scandinavia or in the Nordic countries, we have a really, really, really high standard. We have a lot of, of legislation. Uh, we have the Nordic uh, eco-label, the SWAN. We have FSC. So we are at an extremely high level. So for us, it's not about saying that everybody else are doing a very bad job in sustainability. We just look at it that we can document a little bit more with our cradle-to-cradle certification about all the um, materials and what's inside them. So, so that's really important for me to say that we have the deepest respect for the production in, in the Nordic area. What we're actually more interested in is, is, is actually bringing back production from Eastern Europe or, or, or China, because there's a lot of issues about chemicals and, and, and climate issues in the production, in my opinion, in those places. So the degradable thing is, is more of uh, a way to make people easier understand that this is not bad. Yeah, because I think the most important thing is to reuse products as many times as possible. That is the highest standard of circularity. For instance, a book, you should always, you know, when you're finished reading a book, give it to another one, let them read it, read it a lot of times. That's the best way to use materials. When materials are no longer in use in their original product, then we should recycle the fibers. And that is possible if there are no harmful chemicals in the fibers. And if we are not in a position where we can reuse the fibers, then we should compost it, uh, because that is the last part of the sustainable methodology. Always use it as many times as possible, then reuse the fibers, and then compost. But in this order. But our products, they live up to all three uh, standards. And the last standard is actually a EU standard, EN, 13.432, that's EU standard about compostability. And, and, and we have been through this with our products uh, and can document that, that they live up to this EU standard. And also the, the Danish Slappekittgörelsen and, and also the American uh, compostability standard. So, so we've done the testing also so we can document it. Uh, it took us a little more than two years to go through this. Yeah, so, so one of my questions here that we talked on, on beforehand uh, was... Uh, why can't we just recycle print instead? What's the difference to to uh, biodegradable? And that's, uh, I mean, now you answered that. It's it's not one or the other. It's a combination of of both of them. Then, yeah, and always always reach for the highest possible degree of of circularity. Um, for instance, but but let's take food packaging. If food has been in contact with the packaging then for sure you should not use the packaging again uh, because it has been contaminated. You cannot reuse the fibers either because that's also actually been contaminated and, and, and you can, I think in Denmark we have this little funny uh, saying that if you just put one pizza tray in the whole container of, of, of cardboard, 
then actually the whole container needs to be burned because it contaminates the, the, the reusability of the fibers. If you cannot reuse the fibers today, you can actually just burn it. And of course, you make energy out of it, and it's, it's, it's better than just landfill, but it's not circular. And therefore, for food contact cardboard, it's better to compost it. It's a better way of, of, of reusing the materials. When you recycled packaging or print, uh, there is always a part of it that is not reusable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, slots, fi- yeah. fillings and, and things like that. In a, I mean, in a milk, I just learned the last week that in a milk package, 25% of, uh, of the package is, is going to, to energy recycling. Uh, actually, I mean, they burn it for energy. Because yeah. it contains plastics and, and other, other fillings. Um, but I guess even when you burn something, there will be things left that you need to put in landfill. Yeah, uh, ashes. Uh, about roughly 25% of what you burn in Dubber's ashes that need to be deposited. Yeah. This is for us where I think it's really important that, that you know everything that is within the product. Because if there are no harmful chemicals... If, if there are no heavy metals if, if, um, within the product, then actually the sludge uh, or the ashes could still be used as fertilizer on the fields. But if you mix it up with all kind of stuff, you know, then you had to put all of it on landfill. So that's why it is so important for us, you know, to know what is inside our products and you know, always strive for the highest possible standard. So, so what you say is that it in product that is not, I mean, gone through this process, it might be okay, but but you are 100% sure it's okay. That's that's yeah. the difference then. Uh, that's my, uh, wh- wh- how I understand it. Exactly. And and if everybody knows 100% there are no harmful chemicals, there are no heavy metals inside the product, then actually the, the, there will be no nothing left that needs to be deposited. Then everything can be used again. So and, and I think that is the the end goal of of, of circular economy, uh, actually to remove the whole idea of of of, of waste um, mm. that needs to be deposited. You do this with the help of of something called cradle to cradle or C 2 C certification. Can you tell mm. us a bit more about that? Yeah, of course. It, it it has five areas that it looks into this uh, certification, and it is it, it, again it's important for me to say that that we also we also uh, have the Nordic Eco Label, the Swan Mark. We are also FSC certified. We are also climate neutral certified. We are also ISO uh, fourteen thousand and one environmental certified. Also quality. So it's it's a lot of different certifications. Uh, none of them are perfect, but they all, you know, cover different areas. And, and together, we think it's, it's a really strong combination. What makes, in our opinion, cradle to cradle the hardest one to get or, or live up to is, is the, the focus on, on really looking into the material part, uh, really documenting everything, not just asking our supplier, but, it, but asking our supplier's supplier. And if they have do not have full knowledge and then ask our suppliers, suppliers, supplier, and up to four level back before we know 100% what is inside the product. I think this is primarily where the cradle to cradle certification uh, 
is different from from the others. It is is really thorough in in this part of it. But it's also look it also looks very much into wastewater from the production side at a platinum level, and nothing that leaves the production side uh, to the sewer. Uh, everything should be as clean as drinking water. Again, this is not for me the biggest problematic area to enter into a cradle-to-cradle certification. It's it's from bronze to silver to gold to platinum, and I think a lot of Nordic uh, countries or non, a lot of Nordic uh, businesses uh, have a very high standard on on uh, wastewater. So it should be possible, you know, to enter into the certification at least at bronze level. Uh, I think for most companies, then we have reusability. And again, it's a fiber material. It's actually quite easy to reuse if there are no harmful chemicals uh, within the product because you can, either way, you can either use the materials a lot of time or reuse the fibers or compost it. So again, we have a good product in the graphic industry. In that perspective, it's easy to reuse. Um, and the last one of the, of the five uh, areas are more classical CS, uh, classic CSR. It's the global compact in principles, uh, no corruption, the, the rights to organize for workers and, and all those no child labor. Again, here in, in the Nordic areas, we are at a very high level on, on this and, and this should not be problematic at all for any no companies. So, so there are five areas, but, but in, in, in our perspective, the, the material health part, looking into the uh, raw materials is, is the tough one. Um, Okay, there, because um, reading about this, you see that there are those different levels that you that you mentioned: bronze and silver and gold and platinum. Uh, so, quite many now uh, are p- p- popping up, uh, getting the bronze and the silver levels. Is is it an easy way to understand the difference between those levels? Um, yeah, I. Th- uh in the previous standard, we actually had also had a basic level where you could enter and, and stay in two years. You are not allowed to use the certification logo, but but kind of an entry level. That has been removed. I think that is a really good upgrade of, of the standard. I think reaching Bronx is is tough, but uh, especially again on, on, on the material health part. But we see more and more suppliers in our industry actually certifying their own products. So in a, in a small range uh, perspective, it's actually, I think, easier now to enter into the certification, at least at a at a bronze level. And that's a good starting point. When you enter cradle-to-cradle certification, you actually also promise that you will work towards a platinum certification continuously. We hope to reach gold this year. And then, of course, next step will be platinum by, I think, a little more than 600 companies have reached a cradle-to-cradle certification in, in all industries. And last time I looked, I think one company had actually reached platinum. It, it's it's really tough. Okay. Um, yeah. Actually, I I think I, I I forgot to mention the renewable energy as as the fifth area. Uh, but but again, here we are in the Nordic areas. I think we have a lot of renewable energy in our in our electricity system. Yeah. And yeah. So so that's not either the, the tough one. To, okay. To so so if you are at silver level, then I understand. For example, if a paper company uh, get a certificate for their paper on a bronze level, can you use that material, or does do do they need to be silver to for you to use it in your uh, production? If if we want to use it in our silver certification, then then they need to be on a silver level on material health part, and that's also I think a a new way of of working together with your suppliers. 
and 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 maybe very simple to explain the differences in material health. I think actually it's a little bit easier to explain it in the old standard because we had this banned list of chemicals. So so you needed to be sure that there were no chemicals from banned list of chemicals, and then you could reach bronze, and then. All the chemicals that you used, they were labeled, as I remember, gray, red, uh, yellow, green. Uh, and then you should remove all the uh, the gray areas, and then you could reach silver, and then you should remove all the red, and then you could reach gold. It, it's it's not, you know, either good or bad, but but you should... Re- the first step was to remove everything that was uh, known to be... Um, uh, harmful for 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 for, for children, um, uh, harmful for the environment uh, that could um, in, inflict the, the body. I guess uh, I mean by law in the Nordic countries or or, or certainly in the all of EU, lots of of dangerous uh, materials is prohibited. Where in this uh, this those steps, bronze, silver, gold. Do uh, this certification go beyond the laws in the EU? Can you say it in that way, or absolutely? And already at a Bronx level, it's it's a lot higher standard than the, than the legislation. We all have the national legislation or the EU legislation, but 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 the the the, the Bronx level is, is at a lot higher level uh, because we need this you know insight in all materials uh, and not just some limits that it needs to be below. It, it it needs to be removed, um, and actually, I think one of the the things that that was interesting for us was when we began in Bronx and and wanted to reach silver, then we should also remove all the chemicals that were under suspicion for being CMR um, substance. That so so not just the one that were known to be problematic, but also the one that was under suspicion for it. So that was actually the, the one of the issues from from Bronx to silver. Um, so you all the time you, you you strive to make a better and better product. You reach gold when you're in platinum. In, interesting. So what products can you make to make them follow the 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 certificate? Is there things you can't make? Hmm? And and what can you make? Yeah. That's a good question. And I think when we began our production, uh, we had a really narrow product uh, program because we just needed to you know get started uh, we'd have spent a lot of money on developing new materials and today together with Fergley and Google we have about 40 different materials certified complete range of paper qualities the cardboard qualities uh, ink varnish uh, glue and a lot of different glue is, is you know <laughs> glue is really difficult but we can make um, magazines stapled or glued we can make packaging, all kind of brochures. Um, what we can't make is is actually uh, materials where you mix paper or cardboard with plastic. That's still a problem, and it is also in a sustainable way. It's a big problem to to mix those materials. So, for instance, um, when you put some plastic foil on a magazine, we cannot do that. We cannot put metal uh, colors. Or metal foils on a product, uh, and we have an, 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 an a screening of, of Pantone colors. They are not certified because there's a lot of Pantone colors, but but it has been screened, so so we know which Pantone colors can be be certified. So that there are certain some of Pantone colors that works and some that doesn't, or 
Ja, som der lives up to the cradle to cradle certification uh, silver, som lives up to bronze, and some does not live up to any of it. What is important here is also to say that, that for instance, if a customer they, they really need some silver hot foil on the front of the magazine, you could argue that that it should be removed and then it could be cradle to cradle certified certified. But if this is kind of their brand and they really need this for for marketing purpose or whatever, um, in our perspective, it's better to go 98% of the way, you know, remove all the harmful stuff, be sure that there are no harmful stuff in all the other part of it. Of course, you cannot put the Cradle to Cradle logo on the brochure if, if you have this hot foil silver on, on front. But sometimes we believe that 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 striving for perfection actually stands in, in the way for, for doing really good. And and, and, and we, we try to say that the perfect must never be in the way for the really good part. Kind of if you bake and, and you have, you know, almost all ingredients as ecological ingredients, but besides one, then of course it's always better, you know, to bake with all the ecological <laughs> ingredients and, and, and then still just have one standard product. Um, so kind of that picture we try to explain to our customers. So, so we, we, we try to advise our customers on, on what is possible, what is not, and, 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 and where to go uh, in sustainability. And, and, and then we try to work together closely with our suppliers in, in developing new materials or we try to put a little pressure on our suppliers you know, to develop together with us. And we really try to educate our employees uh, on this whole agenda. So this, this is our three part strategy to advise the customers to put a little bit of pressure on the suppliers and then to educate the employees I guess it's uh, you have customers that that have this uh, environmental issue on their agenda maybe more than others nowadays and I mean the last just last couple of years it's been going really fast lots of more companies have those things on their agenda today how important is it um, in your sales process and and for your customers to be honest i think uh, first of all when when we meet sustainability you know all of us we think about two issues I, i'm sure if you're honest you 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 do the same I, i do at least and and it is sustainable ah okay then it's more expensive and it's probably also more ugly and you know we just <laughs> we're raised with this expectation uh, but to be honest now looking into print uh, we need to be able to to reach the same prices so so we need to be able to compete at at a, at a same quality product we need to be uh, comparable in price level we need to have the same quality we need to deliver on time we need to be nice to talk to and yeah so so quality price uh, short delivery terms etc all that is part of being a professional production company today sustainability gets us to the dialogue and and maybe uh, you know get us closer to the customer but but it cannot replace any of the other so it's something prepare. it's something you need and it's it's not expensive and ugly anymore then Uh, no, absolutely not. I no, mean, it's, 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 it looks the same, but it's just better. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and actually, I think uh, what we have experienced is actually that it's the high-quality products that are easiest to certify. Quite interesting, actually. Um, so, so the first uh, uh, coded paper that we could certify was a triple-coded paper, 
and and not you know a, a low budget uh, light coded or, or, or single coded uh, paper. Actually, I think we need to to also learn that that probably uh, what you pay for in high quality products are also a more maybe more knowledge about sustainability, climate, uh, and, 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 and chemicals. Um, I think when, when you buy something really cheap from China, and, and, and I have no, off- <laughs> no offense about, about China products, but, but, but I think very often you have maybe compromised a little bit on, 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 on chemicals or, on, or maybe also on climate issues or maybe also on air labor um, um, issues, <laughs> issue, yeah, in labor issues, yeah, yeah let's call yeah, it that, yeah, yeah, uh, probably all three of them. So for us, we can make high quality, beautiful products sustainable. Yeah. Um, so, th- so that's not an issue anymore. You have uh, no. plenty of uh, different materials to choose from, Absolutely. and you can make mostly anything uh, that your customers want. Yeah, and then then some customers they they choose to make them look ugly. <laughs> Because the consumer actually can easily look at a product and, and, and think of it as sustainable if it's a little bit ugly. So, so we have had a lot of funny issues in the production, you know, where the printer has stopped and said there's something wrong with the document because there's a lot of noise in the product, you know, there's a lot of, of, of smearing or something like that. And we can just say, no, 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 it's in the document, just print it. It's because it has to look ugly to be perceived as sustainable yeah. but it's in a beautiful you know high grade cardboard for instance yeah. and yeah. that's the that's one of the problem with the recycled paper i guess uh, that it's not always the the recycled paper is the best one yeah and actually i i just brought an example because sustainability is so many things today and and we always you know want to have you know one size fits all so so actually i, I just made this little uh, example paper C this paper has the lowest carbon emission of those four a plain white a plain white paper plain white paper we have calculated carbon emission and this one has the lowest emission of all the four qualities this this paper 100% recycled no trees has been cut down to produce this this is made out of recycled fibers but has a higher carbon emission than than paper C. This one is made out of grass fibers. No trees has been cut down and, and the water uh, use has been less than, I think, 10% of the water used in production of the others. Finally, this paper. This is uh, cradle-to-cradle certified, FSC certified. So we have completely control of, of where the trees has been came from and, and, and the fibers and, and there are no harmful chemicals in the production of this. And then I ask you, a little bit rhetorical, which one is the most sustainable? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and to be honest, there are no simple answer to this because if, if your customer has one focus and that is climate, they, sh- they should go with this paper. Yeah, this the, paper the, white, uh, the white paper from, uh, from new, new sources. Yeah. We have customers that only want to produce on, on recycled paper because... It's important for them that there has been no trees has been cut down in the process. This is some NGOs. They use this paper. This one is really sustainable and looks sustainable. So if you, it's a, the if grass a one, want, the grass one, yeah, yeah, want a paper that really looks sustainable, this one is a good choice. And this one is actually if you if you focus on chemicals and 
cradle to cradle. So it depends on the customer and the customer's focus. Of course, it would be great if the cradle to cradle paper also was the one with the lowest carbon emission, but it isn't. No. So, so yeah, it's 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 quite okay in carbon emission. It's nowhere near the 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 high one in carbon emission, but it's not the lowest carbon emission. So this is how we you know, uh, advise our customers or, or, or go in dialogue with our customers, actually look into how, how do they want to communicate? What do they need of knowledge yeah, to I, make the right communication? Okay, it's it's uh, it's not easy and it's a process, uh, I mean, for the whole world to to fix this, uh, the, fix this problem and, and coming at the end into a circular economy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. So if we, we discussed the cradle to cradle certification a bit, and and uh, you as a company, you were number two in the world as a printer to get the certification. If if I'm not wrong, that was seven or six or seven, eight years. So qu- yeah. quite long time ago. And since then, not much has been happening in this area. And then a year ago or something, two or three other Danish printing companies got their certification uh, credit to cradle. But in the rest of the Nordic countries or for the rest of the the European Union, no other printers uh, are taking this step. uh, A couple of printers in Germany and I also think one in in the the Netherlands has joined. So how many in total uh, are you? Uh, I don't uh, know, roughly about 10, I think, yeah. 8 to 10 printers in Europe now. Yeah, I mean, Denmark must be the country with, with the most of most uh, per capita, if you say so, I guess. Are you three or four now? I think we're three now. Yeah, okay. Have you been in discussions with, with printers in, in other countries in the Nordic region? Or what's your thought on, on this? You are looking for partners uh, that, that joins you in this, uh, in, outside of Denmark. Absolutely, and, and and I think what we experienced in our uh, working together with Google and Fergley is actually that that companies that have the same ideas as as KLS in sustainability, and they are more partners than they are competitors. Of course, we also compete about customers, but but end of the day, I would prefer to you know lose a customer to another cradle to cradle printer than 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 to 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 China. Um, so so. We think that that working together, of course, you know, sharing cost is obvious a, a, a nice thing because uh, sometimes we spend a lot of time and and cost on on a material that cannot be certified. Uh, I think two years ago we, we spent almost one hundred thousand krona looking into a, a paper that could not be certified. You know, and th- that was really nice to be three printers to pick up that 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 bill and and share it between us. But we look into into having other uh, printers in our community. We think this is a really good way of making products, and and of course with no comparison at all. But when the first farmer uh, reached the uh, ecological products, you know they were the first, and they they could run around saying they were the first. But when a lot of other farmers joined, the consumers began to ask for those products. And and we believe that that the more printers will join, the more the consumers will ask for this standard, and it will actually be better for all of us. Somebody also asked me that when everybody are cradle to cradle platinum certified, and 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 and, and where KLS then? And you know, if if we have 
done a little part of that in helping others to, to become this and, 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 and help an industry to become even better than it is already. Well, I'm proud of that part. And, and of course, we should still be able to compete. But if we can't, well, yeah, then our time is over. Uh, we should not keep that knowledge for com competition. I think we should share that knowledge and, and, and try to always strive to be the best in a positive way. And, and, and challenge yeah. each other. Yeah. And a part of it is, you can say it, and it might sounds as a, a big, uh, big thing, but it's it's a part of it is about saving print because print, I mean, competes as a form of communication against other channels, and and being better is is always good, of course. And if we can do our little share of removing harmful chemicals. Uh, together with other printers and, 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 and also put a little bit of pressure on the big suppliers to our industry. You know, together we are stronger. So, so I think it makes a lot of sense for us in this, in this way. Yeah. As Nordic graphic in companies, we should not, you know, try to be the cheapest uh, or, or have the lowest standard because, you know, to be honest, Eastern Europe and, and, and China will always beat us on that agenda. We should be the ones with the highest standard and not the highest prices but 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 the highest quality and, and the highest standard and i think this is actually a way that we can compete with the low-cost countries yeah and and you call your it's you said it's a product certification so you have this uh, brand name pure print uh, on your products and other printing companies come up with their own brand names so I, I see the Danish companies have th three different names for I mean the same thing does it need to be like that or does it matter or I mean in the end are we looking at 500 different brand names on 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 the same kind of, of product well I think that's up to our competitors in the industry because uh, we welcome everybody that wants to join our community the pure print community and everybody that joins can also call their products for pure print but it's an open standard cradle to cradle uh, is, is open for everybody so so everybody can do their own certification and 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 find their own product names we think pure print and then the way that we have built this community and, and made it uh, possible for everybody to join is is the right way but i'm not saying the other way is wrong but but for us it makes sense and again we can just invite our industry to join us what is your view on on what kind of companies uh, should uh, be contacting you and uh, and uh, thinking about joining the the things that you do what do you need to to have as uh, when it comes to technology and or how you work and, and other things i think first of all the most important is actually that that the, the the board and and the top management and the owners they they really believe that this is an agenda that is is important and that is here to stay because it's more expensive and 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 it is also with some limitations in production it's not as easy as just you know use all materials that you're allowed to but but i think again we know this in our industry in the nordic area because we all most of us already have the the nordic eco label or the swan mark what we would like to have is is other princes that have the same mindset that that want to to work together to to share knowledge but of course, I also need to say that 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 the knowledge that is already built, uh, you have to pay an entrance fee to, to get this knowledge. 
we we have made this model called fan weight. It it depends a little bit on your turnover. Uh, so so bigger companies pay a higher fee than than smaller companies. We think that is fair, and and it's it's only a smaller share of, of the development cost that is actually been used. If you just want to go for this certification with the materials that are already certified in the market, it's possible. But then you will always be dependent on others, either you know pushing the suppliers to develop new materials or, or reach higher levels. So I think the companies that we would like to join us are the companies that also want to, to push this agenda, to want to go into the dialogue with suppliers and say, now you know, you're on silver, we want you to go to gold. What is the problem? Can you remove this red uh, cast number? Can, can you just remove it? Can you find a replacement? Uh, how uh, is the development doing so far? And then, then you know, a month later call and, and now have you found a new material? If you want to go into this dialogue and actually, you know, really put the effort into it, those are the companies that we would love to join our, our community. And you need to be an, an offset printer? Yeah, we uh, we have no digital print uh, so far that that where the ink or the um, um, ha has been certified. We have been in dialogue with a lot of, of producers, but but so far uh, we have not found any that want to uh, share knowledge because we need you know complete insight in, in in what is actually in the product, and and so far we have not found any that wants to share this knowledge. Okay, uh, sounds. Uh Kind of sad and and also interesting. Yeah, but, but you know we are we are very patient and and we keep asking and and hopefully if enough consumers want to go this way, then the producers will always also have to do with this. So it's it's an only offset uh, only offset products uh, today. I mean that's I mean it still has a, a big share. In, in print, so it's not a problem, but uh, but uh, digital printing is. Uh, I mean, if you look further ahead, it's it's some some someday in the future, uh, everything will be digital printing uh, printed. I guess uh, maybe far away, but vendors need to look into this. Uh, that that's for sure. Absolutely, yeah. and and we would love to develop new uh, inks together with with uh, some of the big producers of, 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 of digital ink. And I think actually that that maybe also kind of, of is one of my experiences so far. Non-mentioned, non-forgotten, but I think the really, really big companies, they are really good at talking about sustainability. They are really good at communicating sustainability. But what we have experienced is a, a lot of mid-sized companies they really work with sustainability and maybe they are not always <laughs> good to communicate it or, or, or talk about it, but they really actually work with sustainability. Um, but, but, uh, and of course we have seen some of the really big companies doing a huge effort on sustainability, but, but I think <laughs> often, unfortunately, I think some of the big companies, they, they talk more about sustainability than they actually do. If we would try to, to wrap this up in, in some way, it's a lot of information and a lot of, of fantastic knowledge. And if you look into to printers in the Nordic area, the ones that I know best, I know that I would say most of them have a, a, an ISO 14000 certificate. They most probably have the Echo label, this one. All of them must be, be able to, if they wanted, 
to to step into this and take the, take the next step in in sustainable print uh, without i mean engagement is of course the most impor- important part but but it would be possible i guess absolutely uh, it would be possible but if they want to have an outcome business wise they also need to own the agenda and they need to believe it and then they need to do it and and again i'm talking about top management you cannot you know do this partly you know you you cannot say that you are focused on on climate issues and then go out in a big range rower driving three kilometers per liter of gasoline that's not uh, credible that's not how you you convince your employees or your customers uh, and I have no no problems at all with ring rowers at all, but 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 you know you need to go all the way. When we began looking into climate issues, you know the first one to switch to an electric car that was the CEO, and the next two was the rest of the the management, and this was back in 2010 to 12. So in 2011, KLS uh, banned put a ban on buying gasoline-driven cars or diesel cars. So since 2011, every time we have switched a company car, we have only been allowed to choose electric cars. And and I'm mentioning cars because especially I think a lot of... And not hybrid of, car, uh, but but 100% electric 100% cars. electric. I have a lot of feelings for cars. So 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 and and you 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 cannot do this halfway. You you need to go all the way. So and and today when you look at electric cars, you know they are beautiful cars. They are long range and they are fast and and you know. But but back then, yeah, you could say a lot of stuff about our electric cars, but nobody ever called them pretty. <laughs> but that's so, dif- so. that's different today. That's different today. But but again, you need to go all the way. Um, being transparent and also explaining when when you have made some mistakes and 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 be honest about that we've made a lot of mistakes i could you know i could uh, talk for an hour about all the mistakes we've made in this process but but and then you, you you know you need to acknowledge that you made a mistake change the direction and then move forward again sounds uh, like the right way to do it and sounds very easy but i guess it's it's hard work as well it's a lot of hard work, and and we are in a in a in a tough industry, and and a lot of companies in our industry are challenged and 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 are, are fighting. Yeah. Um, so so of course this is just you know another thing that we need to to look into, and and I understand why it, it can be difficult actually to look into this agenda deeply uh, and not just trying to get another certification and, and 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 do what you're used to. But 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 if you want the full outcome of it. You you really need to believe in it and and do it wholehearted. Yeah, but from for, from my perspective, if you are a printer in the Nordic area, you are lucky because if you want to be in the the driver's seat for in the printing industry and uh, you think that this is a good step, you're lucky because uh, there is uh, other companies that are quite close to you and to your market that can help you take. Do this a lot. It's a lot easier to do it in cooperation with you than to do it all by themselves. Yeah. So if you are a, a, a printing company that wants to do this, I mean, I say contact Casper on KLS Pure Print and uh, go into dialogue and uh, and see how you can be part of. I mean, saving print and uh, and uh, maybe a small bit of the world as well. Yeah. And 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 hopefully also yeah. Save the company and and 
make products that you are even more proud of yeah. in the future. Yes. So anything else that, I mean, that's, we, we could discuss this even more, of course, but is there anything for now that you think that I should have been asking you or that you, you want to, to say to, to the listeners of, of this podcast? Oh, I think there's been a lot of good questions and I think we have been pretty much around uh, most of the things that I also thought about and, and otherwise you're always welcome to, 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 to call again and, and uh, <laughs> if there should be any new questions. Yeah, let's do a uh, follow-up in a year or so and see if, if anyone else is uh, had, have joined you. Yeah, so they're welcome. Yeah. We're welcome. Yeah, and I mean, it's easy to contact you. K KLS Pure Print uh, on the web and, and then they will find you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and my email is kl at kls.dk. Simple enough. Thank you very much for joining, Casper, and uh, see, see you soon again. Really nice to yeah. talk to you again.